0: Good evening and welcome to Everything F1's live vodcast or podcast, depending on where you are listening to us from. Welcome to this evening. My name's James Tiller and tonight we've got with me Sponge, Coops and Joe. Say hi, everyone.
1: Everybody. Hello. Good
0: evening. Thank you very much for all joining us. It's great to have you with us. We're going to go over today the race review from the wonderful, very exciting, over-the-top enthusiasm that was the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Oh, sorry. We're in the middle of a podcast. I can't fall asleep. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about that wonderful show that we got to see at the weekend. We're also going to talk about all the latest breaking news and anything else that we can think of. Uh, over the next uh, over the course of the next hour so thank you very much for joining us Uh, and if you've got any questions got any points that you want us to talk about whack them down in the comments and we'll try and touch on as many of them as possible so first of all how are you to to, yeah how are you today sponge you you had a good day all good yeah thank you very much yeah good coops yeah yeah not bad good joe
3: i'm cold,
1: <laughs> cold. <laughs> yeah. oh, virtual, hogs. virtual warm hogs from olaf
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey you can't be too cold I'm, I'm in a garage and i've got this little tiny fan heater with me so uh, <laughs> that's uh keeping me warm out in the garage
1: <laughs> how are you tiller
0: oh i'm all right yeah i'm uh my, my normal self hopefully uh We'll, uh, we'll we'll be entertaining enough for you this, this evening, folks. Uh, of what uh, and talking about what was a terrible, bo- terribly boring race. Hopefully, we'll talk about it uh, in a way that will keep you entertained for the next hour. Um, so let's go first into any of the latest breaking news. Um, obviously, we haven't got a breaking news in terms of Perez to Red Bull, but there is a rumor going around. Do you want to uh, tell us what that rumor is, uh, Coops? Just so we can get the gist of it all. Right.
2: Okay. So what it, what I've seemed to have found, I think Ted Kravitz touching this in his notebook, that uh-huh. Red Bull are going to confirm Perez at some point this week. Okay. We think Friday, don't we?
3: Yes. Yes. We're thinking Friday.
2: So that seems to be the the gist of it. So Perez is confirmed on a twelve month contract, one race, uh, one race, one uh, year uh, contract, with. The other part, from what I've heard in other sources, with Albon moving to a test reserve role for next
0: season. Yeah, so let's just let's just make sure, we make it uh, very obvious that it's not confirmed publicly yet. Um, but that's no, what the we'll that's what that's, what the, is, is. Is. that's the, what the rumor is. That's what the rumor is going yeah. around. That it's going to be a one-year contract. Albon's going to be the reserve driver, and uh, well, it's going to be it's a, it's a win-win situation for Red Bull, by the sounds of it. What are well, your yeah. thought, What are your well, thoughts on that, Joe? Do you think it's a good idea?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, how can you really go wrong with that? You you know keep a hold of albums, so he can't go anywhere. He's there as a backup, and let's be honest, Perez is better.
0: <laughs> well He's got more experience. He can help develop the car, and hopefully, he can push push Max a bit more. Can he? Can't he sponge? Because uh, you want Max I'm to. Really, push.
1: Uh, I'm really hoping that somebody stood behind Max for Stappanagari. Checo's gone again. yeah.
0: Do you think? Do you think Checo will beat Max?
1: Yeah, I do. I think we'll yeah. show him up. I really do. Do you
0: think that'll be embarrassing for uh, for Red Bull and the, the, um, how much how much weight that they've put behind uh, Max Verstappen being the the man of the future? I don't think they care. I think don't all
1: they care about. I mean, you've seen it in the way that they will just literally dispose of, of um, drivers like they're like yesterday's trash. Uh-huh. I, I think I, I genuinely don't think they care as long as they've got two drivers mm-hmm. that are capable of. Of uh, doing exactly what Bottas and Hamilton do, yeah. Keeping two cars, you know, up the front. That that's all they care about. They they don't care who he is. The the fact that Verstappen's got a huge fan base in the Netherlands obviously works well for him. But again, I think Red Bull just want two drivers that are capable of of challenging each other. I I genuinely think that Checker will push. Verstappen further than he's ever been pushed, and I I, I do think that it's going to show him up, but we'll see.
0: Well, we will, we will. What what are your thoughts on, on on that statement, Joe? Do you think do you think that's the case, or do you think Max is still a cut above Perez, she and he'll still be? To, uh... She wants to kill me right now. <laughs> it's all right. We we like differences of of opinion. That's good to talk about the differences <laughs> of
3: opinion. Um. Well, to be honest with you, I think I think that would be a tough question to answer because. Max isn't reliable consistently. I mean, he is uh, all in it or just not at all type of guy. Whereas, Perez, yeah, exactly. Perez is, you know, he's consistent. He may not always be right up the top, but he's guaranteed to bring it home. You're pretty much always getting points out from type of guy. Whereas, yeah. Max, they're just—they're very different. They're very—they different. are
0: different teams. races, but it, but maybe Max will learn from from Perez about about the consistency because that's I think that's something yeah, that he does—he does need. He needs to know. He does.
3: That. I totally agree with it. I think having someone like Perez there is only going to benefit his craft as long as he opens his eyes and you know pays attention. Um, I, I think it could only do him good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's have a quick cut to the uh, comments to see who we've got live today. Uh, we've got J. R. Witten, who's a common uh visitor to our vlog thanks very much for turning up jr uh spyro jacquion welcome and thank you very much for uh, commenting on the feed, there, man. Checo has the worst look ever. What's going on now? Red Bull is going to sign him or keep Albon? Well, I think we've just touched on that. Thank you very much for your comment and joining us this evening, Leon Salinas. Hi, you're another regular. Good to see you back. Uh, thank you very much. And if you've got any more comments, by all means, send them this way. Uh, everyone, anyone else? I think that's everyone that's watching live. So, thank you very much. Uh, we'll read some of your comments a little bit later. So, Coops, what was your opinion on the uh, Perez pushing Max Verstappen situation?
2: It will be interesting. I mean, I don't. I can't remember the last time Max had a, a teammate that could push him. You know, it's pretty. It's pretty similar. It's Red Bull's version of the Bottas Hamilton thing. Hamiltons had Bottas now for four seasons,
0: uh-huh. and it's failed. I mean, it's not. He's not pushed him. Well, I mean, you can't say it's failed. I mean, they've done exactly what Mercedes it, want he, them to do. Well, he's um, done. Yeah, okay.
2: He's done exactly what Mercedes has done, but it's failed in a sense of he's not pushed Hamilton. Hamilton's not scared of Bottas, even mm. when Bottas is second, they've got full possession. You know, he's like, oh, "I'm proud of him," because <laughs> he knows he's going to
0: beat him. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, true. Very true. So, well, what about you, Tello? What do you think? I think I think Perez signing for uh, Red Bull would be an amazing thing. Um, I hope it happens, and as I, I do agree that that Checo will push Max. Uh, I do think probably on at at and at pace, Max has probably got the uh, got the edge. But consistency is where Checo will will probably gather more points than Max. That's my opinion. Uh, I, I, I I don't think, think- it will be more points throughout the whole season. Um, I, I I think probably the the fast races that Max does have will probably amount to more. But the consistency because the consistency of Checo will will kind of bring up the points to a very similar or close uh, status basically throughout the whole season. So.
1: Um, I, do, I do think one thing that I am going to add to this whole Perez and Red Bull thing, I think there's there's a very big, I mean, I've said loads of times that I don't think Red Bull are capable of supporting two cars. The mm-hmm. way that they've gone through uh, drivers, you know, that have proved themselves with Alfa and whatever, you know, they, they, they've, they've literally just cast them aside because they haven't performed well enough. But this next season, Checo's mm-hmm. proved himself in Formula One. He's yeah. not a, he's not a youngster coming through and building his reputation. He's already proved himself. Mm-hmm. If he goes into a, a a Red Bull and ends up going the same way that the rest of them have, it will prove that Red Bull can't support two two cars. It's not gonna prove that he's not a good enough driver. All it's gonna prove is that they can't they can't support two cars. So there's a lot riding on this for mm-hmm. Red Bull themselves, as well as obviously Checo and his own um, reputation to look after. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a no-brainer, but it's like I say, I just think it's another angle that, you know, you need to to think about. It's, you know, this is, this is as important for Red Bull to get it right as it is for
0: Checo to be, you know, to remain in Formula 1. True, very true. And um, we've got Beck Blake, who's joined us for the podcast. Uh, Welcome. Uh, she's commented, I feel Checo will struggle... Max is an insane driver. The car is made for Max and his style. That kind of touches on what you've just said there, uh, Sponge, in terms of uh, Red Bull designing a car for specifically for Max. So yeah, make, you make a very good point. Joe's um, just found her favourite follower. <laughs> I like you.
3: Please come back.
0: <laughs> Leon Salinas has said five DNFs this year. Who's that for? Who, who was who was the who were the five DNFs for? Was that Red Bull? That'll be yeah, uh, Max, I think. Yeah. Max? Max. Was it five for
2: Max? Was it?
0: Yeah, yeah probably right. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, that's about right.
0: Yeah. Because he, well, that, and, that, and that kind of proves our, our comment about the inconsistency. He's, mm. he's in it, he ends it, he's in for it, or he bins it. The thing though, if
2: you have someone like it is as your number two driver, he's going to think more of the long game. He doesn't have anyone pushing him, so it's him. You know, yeah. Red Bull got third in the uh, second, was it second in the constructor? Yeah. It was all on Max. Yeah, and up until the last race of the season, uh, Lance Stroll led more laps than him. So, yeah. <laughs> got yeah. third in the constructor or second in the constructor. Uh-huh. So, I think Max will see it. You saw it in the 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 the, the Grand Prix uh, mm-hmm. where he backed out uh, just before he was taken out with Leclerc and Perez having their bump. I mean, he backed out, and they wouldn't have normally. He yeah. saw that was coming, what was coming. Normally he would have stuck himself in there and uh, uh, ranted at the media pen saying that they should have moved. Uh-huh. You know, he's starting to mature a bit. And if you've got somebody like Perez that's sitting next to him, who is just Mr. Consistent. Yeah. Uh, and knows how to look after the tyres. I don't think Perez will have a problem with the red door car. I mean, he went and he was in a Salva. He'd done Broughton in a Salva. He was in McLaren. Then he's been in... He's been in the Force Indias for years. He knows how to drive a car. He yeah. doesn't—not the type of driver that's a bit like Vettel's flaw. That if the car's perfectly set up, you'll be really good. Yeah. Or Alshomaker was good. Was like that back in the day. He had the talent if the car worked, but if the car wasn't quite right, he was awful. Yeah. But uh-huh. Perez
0: doesn't like that.
2: Uh, Perez is more consistent with what he's got
0: in general. So it, it should it should cement their place in that at that, their second place at at the very least uh, in the championship next year. You, you, you'd think, wouldn't you? Unless you think the McLaren are going to be uh, more competitive next year. Let, let's kind of mix about talk about that and Mac- the the possibility of McLaren getting second. Obviously, we, there's a couple of McLaren fans here on the feed, as you can see. Uh, we were all wearing our t-shirts or our hats, apart from Sponge, who's uh, chosen not to today, <laughs> but he is a he is a McLaren fan.
1: I've got a Senna tattoo in Edro for McLaren, how's that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So yeah, do you think do you think McLaren will be mixing up with Red Bull next year or do you think just Red Bull is still that inch too far ahead? Uh, I'll go to Coop's first for that one. Yeah, I don't
2: think they'll they'll challenge for second next season. It's the same right. car. I think they I think their role next year is to keep third. They've got the biggest challenge for next year because of this new token system, and they've got to put in the new power unit. No one else has got that big a change in the grid, so they're going from a Renault chassis or a car that's built for a Renault power unit. Uh huh. Mercedes in with very limited amount of development allowed, and they have to sacrifice certain development elements out with the mm-hmm. power unit in to fit that into there. So but they're allowed to make
0: they are allowed to make aero adjustment uh, adjustments to uh, obviously ca- to cater for the kind of what the engine requires in terms of like air intake and whatnot, and but it's still sort of
2: very, it's still very limited based on previous years. Previous year, it wouldn't, there wouldn't be a token system. They're still yeah. having to use, they're still having to prioritize development to get the engine in against uh-huh. development of the aerodynamics or, or am, other. Issues.
0: Am I right in saying though that that McLaren was putting, were putting some aero parts on this year? Yes. Uh, for the for the target of next year's engine rather than this year's engine, so they didn't have to use all the token tokens uh, for as long
2: as, as long as you had the as long I think it was the Russian Grand Prix if I remember yeah. right. Uh, Racing Point done the same with Stroll. If you had parts on the car that were developed on the route this year, uh-huh. they had to be on the car by Russia to qualify that they didn't take a token for next season. Yeah. Uh, they used
1: of, quite a lot for uh, Belgium as well, didn't they? They did that new. Um, is it the new floor where it's like they've cut it down at an angle or something like that?
2: They used the new. Yeah, it they at the... an angle, and then they've actually changed more because they realised. Basically, what's happening with that is that Pirelli are, next year will be the third year of Pirelli, Pirelli's tyres.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Formula One cars get more downforce, so they're saying like. Your cars are out are outgrowing the tyre. Uh-huh. All they've cut they've they wanted ten percent downforce reduced for next season. So they cut, they, they cut the cut the the floor normally goes out in a straight line and comes in it's like straight. So they've angled it. But what they realised was that teams being teams have been able to claw back the deficit. So they've yeah.
0: then. Well, they take it take it from one area, they'll, they'll always find it in another place to uh,
2: to annoy the
0: people that do plan these things. <laughs>
2: yeah, so they've,
0: they've then added another
2: another restriction, and I can't, it's, it's, it's very technical, but there's another thing they've added to this part, but as uh, Sponge said...
1: It's the flexibility yeah. of it, they've reduced yeah. it from 10% to 8%, or oh, sorry, 10 yeah. mil to 8 mil.
2: Right. Yeah, so they've reduced flexibility. They've reduced. They're not allowed to put any cuts and grooves in it like they do this year to help with airflow and downforce. It has they've to changed be. the
1: diffuser on the back and the the um, winglets under the brake discs or something yes. as well. There's two. There's two Somewhere.
2: levels of winglets at the brake discs. One uh-huh. set can be, is allowed to be 120 mil out. That's the part that's allowed to be developed, but the bit underneath can only be developed for 80. Yeah. 80 mil, that's it. Yes, it's been reduced in. They've also changed parts to do with the waste pipe, which is the exhaust, basically. That's been altered. So there's all sorts of issues. But as uh, Sponge said, McLaren ran their board, their new version of the floor in mm-hmm. I think Red Bull were trying it throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, so they have been trying development for next season. Uh, but just on on development, Mercedes stopped developing their car this year at
0: Belgium. Yeah, early early doors.
2: Belgium. <laughs> so God knows what next year's car is going to be like. Also, don't
1: forget for McLaren as well. They've got to they've got to modify the cockpits to accommodate Daniel Ricciardo's smile. So that's going to be a big enough. That's going to be a big enough change.
2: <laughs> the cars are going to be heavier next year as well. Yeah, I quite imagine.
0: Like, I don't know what they're, why are they trying to slow down this sport. We want it faster, surely. <laughs>
2: I can't remember there was a reason for it. I'd need to check it again, but I did watch a video this morning that explained why it's why it's heavier. It's not to slow it down. There's a specific reason. It's all to, a lot of what they're doing is to save money because of the pandemic. And a lot based- of
1: it's to do with Pirelli as well. Pirelli are saying that they're they're going too quick on the tyres, basically, because yeah, they are voted not to change the tyres, but. Yeah, so the other mean, well, they're going quicker on the tyres and we need to do something to slow them down or we need to change the tyres, so what do you want to do?
2: And this came from Pirelli designing a new tyre that the drivers didn't like. Yeah, so back. All tyres, voted. they voted them in. That was the start of last season, they just didn't like them. Uh, so they were like, nah, we don't want that. Uh, but yeah, I think they've, they've, they've increased the minimum weight of the car Partly to do with it helps manufacturers because they don't need to go and find all these fancy composite materials to make things lighter, especially for next year. Yeah, again, with the
1: engines, that isn't it? They, they were having to go and find like really, really expensive, um, right. like metals so that they could make the engines lighter and whatever. And they've also got bio, um, oh, what do they call it now? Bio, uh, whatever it is. you know, like carbon fiber, bio composites. Is that yeah. what you just said, Coop? Sorry, yeah. So, they're using bamboo instead of carbon fiber, and they've proved that bamboo is like stronger than carbon fiber. Bamboo composite is mm-hmm. also biodegradable.
2: Um, but the problem just uh, now is it's 40% heavier than carbon fiber. Yeah. Ooh. One company managed to build a wing that was crash tested and actually survived the same as carbon fiber, and it doesn't yeah. have the same shards. So, if, if it wasn't a carbon fiber wing, that Jack Aiken knocked off, then George Russell won his first Grumpy, because it's the Shards that is the biggest issue. They, oh, okay. they brought them into the regulations to be allowed, but it will be a few years before they're light enough to be used. But they're they're looking to the future for
0: composite. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, That's quite a lot of technical stuff for our uh, fans to take on board I'm, I'm sure it's all very interesting It is very interesting And we could talk about it all night But we've got lots to touch on uh, this evening uh, So we'll move, we'll move forward uh, to the second Red Bull team The Alpha AlphaTauri um, They've confirmed Yuki Tsunoda uh, For Kvyat. the AlphaTauri team So Kvyat will be out uh, We haven't had any kind of confirmation of what his position will be Whether it's just completely out or whether it will be a test driver There's no confirmation of that yet um, have you got any anything to add on Yuki Tsunoda? Uh, Sponge, do you,
1: do you have you got any, an opinion on him? Um, like, I so? think it's Honda's pushed it, haven't they? I, yeah, you might find that there's something to be had there in terms of you can use our, our name, our Mugen name, if you have Yuki in your team. Yeah, or you know, find a place for him somewhere. Uh-huh. I think he's good. Um, I, I mean, I've seen him racing F two; he's a good, fair racer. Uh, he seems to be consistently enough. Yeah. Um I mean in this day and age I think he's earned his driver as much as anybody else that's in Formula One. So yeah, good luck to him. I hope he does well. How about you, Joe?
3: Uh I'm useless. I keep forgetting to, you know, carve out time to watch if so <laughs> I haven't got a clue about him to be honest.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think there's definitely something with the with the Honda uh that that's 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 Underlying why he's got his position within the avatarry, maybe it's a uh, there. It's part of the deal for the, for the IP of the engine. Um, yeah, we'll give you the IP of the engine if you uh, if you take our driver and give him his big shot at the uh, on the track. What, what do you think, Coops? I think from what I've read.
2: I mean, I, like Joe, I don't watch too much of Formula Two. I try to, but. Any he's been in Formula 1, a lot of the comments are saying he gets stuck in. I think Honda had something to do with it, but I think he's there more on merit. He's, uh, been, okay. he's been pretty much confirmed, but not officially confirmed for so long. Uh, you know, a lot of the BBC pundits, a lot of the Sky pundits, were all saying, you know, we know that Sonoda's going to be in next year. Yeah, He just said it before the start of the <clears throat> before Abu Dhabi, and gave Kvyat an opportunity to go out and have fun at his last race, because he didn't know. You know, that, I I don't I don't like that kind of thing. These these things, and he had his super license points the week before the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, so he could have. You know, he knew. I think he, I think everybody knew. Yeah. Yeah. That it was happening.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's, he he mentioned something in one of the interviews actually after the uh, after the Grand Prix that he he was he was comfortable knowing that he was probably going to be moving on. Um, I can't
2: remember the, who, who he was speaking support to. support role this year to try and get a race seat for 2022. I think that is his goal uh, at the moment. So Absolutely. He's and do some sort of reserve drive somewhere. Probably end up as a sim driver for Ferrari because they've got about 23 of them every year, so... Um, yeah,
0: well, well, good luck to him anyway. Obviously, he's a, a young talent and hopefully he'll support Pierre Gasly quite well uh, and the team will do well because they, they had... Quite a, quite a good year this year. Um, they were consistently uh, scoring scoring decent points, uh, especially Pierre Gasly, and obviously he got that win. So the machinery hopefully will be there for him. Um, fingers, crossed. fingers crossed. Sorry, yeah. Uh, we have also had some news today. Well, not today, yesterday. Uh, on some sad news uh, about Sir Frank Williams. We don't know any specifics other than what the team uh, released as a, as a comment. Uh, I'll read that comment now. Uh, the statement. It's uh, Sir Frank Williams has recently been admitted to hospital where he is currently in a stable condition. Frank's medical condition is a private matter and therefore the family will not be releasing any further details at this time. We ask you you to respect the family's privacy. The team will release a further update in due course. Uh, Thank you. So obviously we just want to send, uh, as everything F1, just a massive love uh, and we hope that you get well soon, Frank.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Totally agree. Fingers crossed. The, the next thing we hear is good news in these. It's back positive,
0: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So we'll move to another piece of news because I, I don't think we need to dwell on that. But we just obviously want, wanted to make sure we mentioned it, uh, and we wish our uh, give our well wishes. Um, but the next piece of news this week was the Ferrari boss, uh, Louis Camilleri, has actually retired with immediate effect. Um, what What were you, What was your take on this, Coops? Ferrari being Ferrari.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Without being, the politicking is weird. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bizarre situation for, for Ferrari just now. Uh, mm-hmm. It's their worst constructors finishing since 1980. Six uh, in the constructors. Uh, they've had Bonotto, is he out? Is he in? Is he out? Is he in? We've had Veto, who doesn't really care whether they're helping him or not. Uh, they haven't laid a lap this year, uh, and a start that I heard today was it's the th- it's only the third time ever that they haven't laid a lap. Wow!
0: Who do you know there? those years? I think you put you put those years in the chat, I didn't have you? I really? chat Wait to go and get it. It was
2: 2020. I think it was 1992, <clears throat> and the other one was 1973. The only three years that Ferrari have never won a race. They never wow. laid so Led a lap.
0: Yeah. That's, that's uh, uh, extreme.
2: So, and then 1980 was the, was the worst, was when they finished sixth in the Constructor and Jody Sch- Scheckter didn't even qualify. He was a reigning champion, didn't even qualify for the Canadian Grand Prix, didn't he? Oh, uh, okay. And the plus side for Ferrari, and Spongy's dad will be well, happy at this, they have got, what's it called, bounce-back ability. So yeah. Ferrari, when they have a bad year, I think they had a bad year in 2005, For the only race they won was at Indianapolis. And that was the sixth car race. Uh, yeah. we uh, the next year, they almost won the championship. So they tend to come out quick the year
0: after they have a bad year. But it's that's quite a big stretch, though, isn't it? Because obviously they're going with not many changes over the winter. Um, but, but I do think somebody, in the, was it you that, that said this in the, the chat, Coops, that... Ferrari won't have this the the weakest engine this next year or something like that. They'll they'll still have a they'll have a stronger engine than the previously. we the engine? Uh, mm. I mean, there is going to be plenty of changes. Christian Horner came out and said
2: that they're only taking sixty percent of this year's car to next year. So even though there is wow. development, phase, there's still going to be a lot happening. Yeah. Uh, in terms of it, might not look very different. I mean, red. Um, for us, every year Red Bulls the the team that annoys us the most because they bring out the livery and you're like, okay, eh, that's different. The only time we ever had a change was when they went from Renault to Tag Heuer. You're like, oh, woo-hoo. <laughs> so does anybody actually still believe anything that
1: Ferrari says these days? No. Does anybody listen to them anymore? Are they, no. are they not are they not just there kind of like stealing a living from Formula One? Is, are, I don't I don't see I, I, I don't see a point of Ferrari at the moment. I don't agree with the the historic payments. I don't I don't I don't understand why I, Ferrari I
2: don't know about that. historic payments. <laughs> McLaren get historic payments. Not I know he should. <laughs> <much. laughs>
1: M- M- <laughs> M- McLaren are doing something with them historic payments though. Yeah. And not running around like headless chickens sacking people and paying compensation with it. It's
0: just, <laughs> you know, do we do we think it's a sacking though? Do we think this uh, Louis Camilleri thing is a sacking or it, or or is it ge- maybe it's just a genuine personal I I think I think the the,
1: the, uh, the the perfect two words are golden handshake. Right. I, oh, yeah. I, mean, I mean I might be wrong. I might be completely wrong but you know We
0: could be speculating here. We don't we don't you know. know. There was there, it was a very vague statement wasn't it? It was just very much uh this is happening. Uh, we'll let you know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, I think we've got a we, we've we've well, Sponge has annoyed JR Whitney's he's just pulled some funny faces in the uh, sorry, JR, sorry, mate, because <laughs> he no, has no, well,
1: I, a I, 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 I'm throw, not slugging him off, but just, <laughs> no, I'm not slugging yeah. him off. And I would say the same about McLaren if they were in the same situation, and I have in the past. But McLaren, M- McLaren have made proper changes to their structure uh-huh. that, has, that has enabled them to, um bring themselves back towards the front. Ferrari yeah. just seem to, they just seem to like uh, from one uh, desperate decision to another. And I mean, listen, we all, we all completely understand the the, the um, Italian media, the way that they're perceived over there. It's not just back page news, it's front page news over there. Yeah. So I know that there's an added pressure, but I think it's time now that, you know, I I do think it's legitimate that people people need to start questioning what exactly are Ferrari bringing to Formula One, other than
0: Ferrari name.
1: You know, other other than actually stopping Formula One from actually moving forward with the the way that they keep vetoing everything because it doesn't suit them. You know, start bringing your A game, sort yourselves out. I think it's time
0: now. We've got a comment from Spiro. Um, Ferrari is living on the glory days of the past. They need to prove themselves nowadays. That's, yeah, absolutely. They they haven't had a championship since Kimi Raikkonen um, back in 2007. Yeah. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I, couldn't, I didn't know I got that right there. But that's right. Uh, JR's put, it's okay, I love you all. My beloved team Ferrari have dropped a dog's egg for several years now. It's horrible. <laughs> But I'm, I'm loyal and they will be back. Absolutely. I, I do think they will be back. Um, it's just a matter of when when that will happen. Um, shall we move on to the really, really exciting race review? Um, we've got loads and loads to talk about.
3: I can do the race review if you want. Are you ready for it? It's amazing. <laughs> so there was a race. Everyone started. Nobody crashed. Got as far as what, lap 10. Perez broke.
0: And we thought, safety car, yes, there's something's yeah. going to happen.
3: And oh, then they all restarted, and guess what? Nothing happened. And the race finished, and Max won. Woo! Yeah. There you go, done. Right, what else are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
2: safety cars, you forgot the mic jump. Because everyone jumped in, all went on the same strategy, and that was it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It just completely destroyed the, the race, having a safety car. Because actually, one thing that people do look look forward to uh, for the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, I and mean, it's the only thing to look forward to in the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, and that's the strategy and all the different strategy uh, that uh, options that they can have. But yeah, just totally destroyed strategy options and meant everyone was doing the same thing. It was just just boring from there on. It was uh, a procession. Um, do you, you think they need? It. Do you, you think they need to change it. that track? Do you think they need to to, to change a few corners? Do you think they need to make adjustments to uh, to bring some excitement?
1: Because yeah, move 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 the corners to Imola.
2: <laughs> Even Emily, uh, I don't know. I don't know if Emily. Imola... I think the, the cars outgrow Emily. They, they kind mm. you know, it's. I think yeah. from twenty twenty two onwards, Emily will be an absolutely quality track, to
1: be honest. Mm. The, new, the new chassis, new engines, in a couple of years as well. But yeah, sorry, I digress.
2: <laughs> you no, know, yeah, the the track does need change, but apparently, I was listening to something. Today, Herman Tilke, when he designed the kind of twisty bit, he put yeah. Reveille Camber on to try and hope that it would cause like, drivers to make mistakes. And then when it didn't, basically his thing was the drivers are too good the drivers <laughs> make mistakes. Uh, from what everyone's saying, the facility itself, the actual facility
0: of it in Abu Dhabi is amazing. It's just the track. Right, it looks, looks beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. track. Looks, the circuit and everything, very nice. But you, just...
2: but you, you would think in a, re- in a season like 2020 where the races would have, we'd never actually have a race that can actually beat France of 2019. Uh, you know, see when the first lap happened. I'll well, stick a pound in the jar. Place, <laughs> uh, you just thought, oh, here we go. That's it. I was glad that I was working. I only watched the highlights. And I don't <laughs> You know, I watched the
3: entire thing from start to finish. And I, it's the first time this entire season I struggled. And I mean, I only ever struggled with one race, uh, which we'll never mention. Um, but yeah, that was really, really tough. The only thing that kept me going is sitting watching Danny going, is he going to make another lap before he needs to pit? And that's it, that's all I did. <laughs> so after he pitied at lap 40, that was me, I was done. The race was finished for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was definitely one of them races though. For the first 25, 30 laps, I was like, "This this could turn into an epic race. Mm. And then I was like, "It could, it it could."
0: It just never came,
1: did please,
2: it? Please, please. Oh, no, it's not happening. No, the well, there are it... there are a few
0: points that we need to, to need to chat about about the uh, the weekend itself and and the race. Um, Hamilton, for one, uh, did you did, did he appear race fit to you? Um, should he have sat this one out because he wasn't fully recovered from the COVID uh, COVID virus, uh, and let let um, George Russell race for the weekend? Um, what, what do you think about that, Coops? No, of course he should have raced. He wasn't 100%, but
2: we're talking, you know, I think a lot of people are going on Hamilton not racing either because they don't like Hamilton and they say he's arrogant and he made the choice and blah, blah, blah. And I had a couple of debates about this and I can get on to that. Or yeah. it was the emotion... And this romantic, the, the cause of you know, the romance of the fact that George Russell should have won. Now, we wouldn't have been discussing Russell being in this race this weekend uh, in the Mercedes if he won the previous one. It's the way that he lost the previous one, they were all wanting him to have another shot. Apparently, the conversation throughout the paddock was the same, even with people within teams. We'd have loved to see him back in at the front, yeah. But we've got to remember Hamilton's an employee of Mercedes. Hamilton, these guys are. A different breed. He mm. doesn't have COVID. He's racing. It doesn't matter if he's won it or not. He's racing because that's what they do. There's Grosjean, who almost got cooked alive, was like, I want to try and race in a car. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're wired different as a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It would have been nice as a, a romanticized situation to see him try and win the race, to see him have a good fight against Verstappen at the front. But they couldn't get the tyres working, and they had to turn down their engine. So it probably would have been it probably wouldn't have happened.
0: Well, let's let's uh, read some of the comments about this because obviously, I've got to, when whenever you mention Hamilton, there's a there's always a, a lot of chatter in comment sections. So uh, Beck Blake said Hamilton didn't sound all right though. I don't think he should have raced. Spiro said Hamilton should have let Russell race in this in his place. Uh, and oh yeah, those are, those are the those are the two comments on on Hamilton today. Um, yeah, I, everyone kind of echoing a very similar similar thing though. They they think Russell should have had the uh, should have had the the car this weekend. Um, what what is your take on that, Joe? Do you think he should have had the race? Uh, George Russell should have had the race this weekend.
3: Um, the end of the day, he's got a job to do. It's the same as the rest of us. If you can do your job, you go in and you do it, even if you're not 100. percent If you're you know if you can you do it he's contracted to do it yeah and it makes sense that he turned up <sighs> I would have liked to have seen Russell in it not from the win but just to see you know what he could do with the car now that he's had a couple of you know good tries in it you know he's a little bit more comfortable in it etc etc it would have just been nice to see but uh-huh. I mean I say the same thing. I doubt he would have done any better than what Hamilton done anyway. So no, but he would have got a podium. <laughs> well, yes, no, that would have been good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think Lewis he's contracted to do it. He should have been there. I'll give the boys due. He looked and sounded like crap. So yeah. you know,
2: well, I think he, I think he
0: said that in the interview afterwards. Yeah, that was that's done.
3: awesome, like.
0: So. So we've had a few comments again about the engine, and obviously you just touched on that as well, uh, Coops. So that turned down the engines for the weekend. Um, the drivers didn't seem to know that, did they? In the post-race uh, interviews, yeah, good, uh, they it's they seem to kind of look that. baffled at, at Max. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They yeah. turned down the engines. What what were your take? What was your take on them turning down the engines, uh, Sponge? What, what do you think? In Mercedes, yeah.
1: Sorry, I was looking at comments and I wasn't listening to what you were saying.
0: <laughs> well, the, the Mercedes had turned down the engine this weekend. Uh, everyone else knew, apart from the two Mercedes drivers. Uh, they, in the post-race interview, they were they were they were, all baff- they were both baffled. Oh, really? We're going to have to talk about that. That's good. That's that's
1: a good way of dealing with the media, isn't it? <laughs> Ple- plead innocence.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. You might be right. We've got a couple of uh, comments on it. Uh, Spyro said, "I'm a Mercedes fan. I know he wants to be in the last race, but we didn't see." Uh, Russell's full potential in the Mercedes seat. So uh, I would
2: actually disagree with that. Yeah, I think
0: we did. Oh,
2: we we know. See Russell in that seat and how he destroyed Bottas in that pass, doing that in that bit, and how he fought back after the initial mistake. I think we all know everybody. Yeah, the,
0: the result didn't necessarily uh, show his talent, but he certainly did no, himself. As there's much
2: there's it, now, I think we've we've touched on this in the past. There's no way to judge Russell's potential in the Williams. No. What's- yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think there's a hard decision. I think Bottas will be out next season, and they'll put Russell in for 2022. I I think that's that's it. It's it's almost it's almost as clear a decision as what Red Bull should be making about Albon and Perez. The other
1: thing about the 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 Hamilton argument for this weekend, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Toto was on the phone to Hamilton saying, even if you're 40, percent but you test negative for it, you need to be racing because. If George goes back into a McLaren this weekend uh, at a full track Williams. like Abu Dhabi, not not like a, 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 a gimmicky track like Bahrain where he raced, if he goes and like you know shows up, butt us again, two weekends on the track, we've got a headache. Yeah,
3: they've got a so I think it would have been in their
1: interest to say, we don't want George in that car. Get your ass to Abu Dhabi and <laughs> make sure that you're in that car. Don't, we don't care if you come last. You you need to drive that car.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Spiro's just said, do you think that Mercedes should sign Russell instead of Bottas to push Hamilton even further? We talked about this on, on mass last week uh, and I think the absolute resounding majority was yes. Absolutely. We do think that Russell should definitely be signed for that second seat uh, for Mercedes. Uh, I think it goes without saying, really. Uh, Bottas just... Isn't pulling his weight really? he's doing what he's what Mercedes want him to do, and that's been a strong second man, uh, bringing home the points when, you know, it, and beating uh, Hamilton every now and again just to uh, to make it look like there's a bit of competition. Um, what else happened in the race? Uh, I'm trying to scroll through uh, uh, masses and masses and masses of uh, data on the race. Uh, five lines, six bullet points, something like that. <laughs> Danny, you managed to get six. What? <laughs> Danny Rick, he stays on same hard tyre for forty laps, pits for mediums, uh, and steals the fastest lap. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Yep. Fast yeah.
2: lap. Well, Christian Horner was telling Verstappen, "You got the last lap. You got the fastest lap as well." And we were going, <laughs> uh, no, you didn't uh, me? Yeah, it wasn't, he, he was set to be.
0: He, he was set to be the youngest person to have a fast uh, to have had to have the Grand Slam, wasn't it, or something like yeah. that. Um Fastest lap and whatever in all the, all the sessions. Fastest lap and win. Yeah, yeah fastest about, lap win,
2: About qualifying. 60 seconds later, Danny took the lap. Yeah, <laughs> <Fastest> good. Lap. <laughs> oh, come on. And Danny had to do that. Do you remember a couple of years ago when uh, they waved the chequered flag a lap too early? yeah. Oh my God, yeah. He got the fastest lap and live on the telly, he realised, because they have to count the fastest lap from the lap previous. <laughs> yeah. You get the fastest it. lap on the last lap, but if the the classification was a lap before. So he didn't it. get it and then there's somebody laughing behind it. was hilarious, his face was a picture. Yeah. You're like, ah, poor boy. So he had to get it back somewhere. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so comment um, the, being in the in the thing there about a controversy in regards to Perez's refusal to pull over at a safer spot. Uh, do you think they are valid regarding overall safety? I don't remember there being conversations about him being pulled, like, Perez's car being eh, not parking at the right place. I don't remember that being brought up. Well,
0: it was was a virtual safety car first, and then uh, an actual safety car, so I I can see probably where that was coming from, because hopefully they would have preferred just to keep it virtual safety car, and then uh, get on their way after that. Um. But the thing,
1: the only reason they had to bring out a full safety car was because there wasn't sufficient gap between the traffic on the virtual safety car for them to to get out on the track and push it in,
0: yeah. So, so I, think, yeah, I think is that down just, to placement? That, that like, like Theodesis has said, is, is that down to place placement of, of Perez and where he where he stopped the car? Could he stop I, I don't think placement? he could have done
1: any better, really. You know, was, uh, he he pulled over by a um, a service road, didn't he? So, I, well, also I don't see anywhere else. Was
2: because a transmission, so I think there was also an issue about disengaging the clutch or something, maybe, because normally you just press the marshal presses a button. Yeah, it disengages the clutch and they can roll it, and then there's oil and things like that as well. So I I don't think it was quite as clear cut.
3: Yeah, I'm sure I uh, I heard something about they suspected there was an oil leak somewhere as well, which turned out to be nothing in the end. But you know, at the time, that was also oh, we think it's leaking oil somewhere, and then no, it's not. Yeah, I think they just wanted a full safety car just to see what would happen.
0: Yeah, first first time the safety car's been out, isn't it, for uh, uh, how many, I, I don't know how many years, it's been a long time. time. It's only the second time yeah. I've
3: yeah. seen the safety yeah. car. Was there oh, a bet. safety car for when uh, Hülkenberg was hanging like a cow? Yes.
2: Or
3: was that, there you go,
2: <laughs> I think it would have been a safety car for that,
3: yeah. I'm sure that was the other safety car. <laughs> that was my,
2: there you go.
1: Beck Blake is now my favorite person as well because she said Lando delivered in the race. Oh,
0: so I'm
3: falling in love this with this
0: <laughs> woman. <laughs> and we're all McLaren fans. <laughs> uh, so we're very happy about the result there for for Lando and Carlos uh, which also brought on the obviously third in the championship for McLaren. So we're rubbing our hands at that extra bit of prize money. Brilliant, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. So yeah, it was Lando did deliver uh and so did carlos as well really so it, it, it made it they kind of capitalized on uh sergio perez's fair fault and just and scored the, the right amount of points to kick, make them seven points clear in the constructors championship yeah, home. So big, there were big cheers i felt a bit sorry for, for perez in his last race um but not too sorry when I realised that McLaren would take the, uh, the
2: third spot. <laughs> it's kind of like bittersweet, but year, yeah. Does anybody know what year was the last time they got third in the championship? McLaren. McLaren?
1: Yes. Third in the
2: championship? Tw- 2012? Yeah, I think you're right there, well done. it. was a, That's just a guess. I don't know. Was it? That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 2012 from what I gather. Yeah. But yeah, it just shows you. This is this is the thing. The McLaren's Third place. Now they didn't have the third fastest car because you got to remember, Racing Point got fifteen points docked because of the brake ducks at the start of the season. Yeah, uh, so they they would have won it on that. But
0: and then you, if, look, you look and at if P- Perez was there as well, remember Perez had uh two COVID uh, races, uh, yes. two races where he didn't turn up for COVID, and obviously they had Nico Hulkenberg, who's a consistent guy, but he is a new driver to that to that car, but, and uh, he probably wouldn't have scored the same amount of points that Perez would have scored. Is that safe to say? Yeah. To, to my point,
2: though, Perez was fifty points clear of Stroll at the end yeah. of the season, missing two but races.
0: Late, two races less, yeah. Actually, no, because Stroll had a race out, didn't he? Did
2: Stroll have yeah, a race so, out? Yeah, Stroll had a race out because uh, Nurburgring, he didn't drive as well.
0: So, so there was only one race at, difference uh, technically.
2: You look at that. I mean, I think Sainz had one hundred and five points, I think, and then it was like eighty or ninety something points. Ninety points maybe for Norris. Uh, and everybody needs to remember as well. No, this is only Norris's second season in Formula One. Um, That's true. And it, it
0: just feels like he should always have been there. Um, yeah, he's very consistent. He's he, he deserves his seat. He's proven. He's great character to have on the grid. Uh, I think he's just a, a really good um, good ambassador for the sport. Definitely. Um, I think, I think we all agree. I think we all agree with Beck. Good point, Definitely. Beck. Thanks. Thanks for your coming. So we'll move on because uh. I think that's pretty much all we can talk about about the race. Obviously, there were nice fireworks at the end of the race, like they usually do. They have that that kind of shooting firework that goes down the track—that's always quite nice to see. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a because gl- do... the glowing penis what? building is always a good, there's good, a good sight. <laughs> yeah, uh, the penis building. Yeah, the glowing penis. penis building. That's all I can. Uh... <laughs> Sponges Tell like that mean, looks, like, no, mean, looks nothing like, mean,
2: like mine.
3: Not really
1: <laughs> uh,
2: long enough. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> Did I just talk
2: you? Okay, I'm Koops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've got the we've got the predictions down. How who did well and who didn't do well? Do you want to want to go over those, Joe? Because you were the one that's uh, recorded uh, those. Oh
3: yeah, the predictions were something special. Um, so the closest person we did actually have someone close. Uh, hold on, my I check.
0: It was Leon, wasn't it? Was it yeah. Leon Salinas? I he was...
3: think you were the closest actually.
0: Of course, of course.
3: You were. I'm sure just, you were. And just call me the, the oracle. Oh, um, you enough. got all three drivers but you got them in the wrong order <laughs> that was, yeah that was it that was your mess up that was uh, like Max
1: getting the fastest lap and then having it taken away from him that was did, get- <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, did you not go Hamilton and Bottas for slapping so
1: I think I
0: did probably put- did yeah I went, I went predictable
3: yeah. yeah so you were the closest so I was actually quite shocked that any of us got remotely close because none of us really picked Max. Up
0: the top, so there you go. Leon Salinas, in the comments, you did quite well. I think you were an next okay. closest with your prediction. He was the next
3: closest. He was Hamilton for staff and Perez.
0: Perez was a bit of a no go, wasn't so, it? But yeah, that
3: was the cl- the second
1: closest.
0: So yeah. well done.
1: Well done. Woohoo! Talking about uh, talking about that, shall we? Shall we do? Is it time to do? Yeah. To, to reveal. I'm oh, excited. You, Is this, yeah, Are you fantasy. going to talk about the fantasy? Are you talking about the fantasy? Wait, well, I've just said reveal and you're going fantasy now, so just yeah, because to clear it up and be absolutely be... clear for everybody, this is the fantasy F1 result. <laughs> this isn't some kind of weird thing that me and Tiller have got going, this is the genuine fantasy we're not, F1 we're not talking result. about
0: the penis building in Abu Dhabi again, we're talking okay. about... Um... Yeah, we're talking about... Oh, <laughs> Yeah, We're talking in our the fairness. fantasy F1 team for everything F1. We had a fantasy <laughs> F1 team going on. Uh, they've told me I can't look because I was so close to winning. Uh, and I don't know whether I have won or I haven't won. Uh, I think I was four or five points behind the first place, and that's because I did. I made a stupid change before the secure race. Okay, well, seriously, it's um, Formula
2: One, and Tali can stop talking now. We're going to do it from 10th up. Oh, you're going to leave me in suspense. Coops, we've got the results. You're not supposed to look. I was going to say, I hid them from you. You weren't supposed to look.
0: I've just been into my phone and checked them. So, a, oh, so it's you, only a surprise for me then. It's only a surprise for me. Go on then. Uh, I'm in like forty first, so there's no point to worry. Oh. About me. You know, <laughs> See,
3: I did it differently. Uh, uh, I did the top five, and then I put yeah. the rest of EF one in as well. So I'll you tell you what, then. Go, I'll, I'll go
1: through. I'll go through the EF one crew first, and then I'll give right. you the top top. Is it four or five that you did? Five. I did the top. Five. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. So Three. of our guys, uh and girls uh gemma was in 55th the winning team uh, <laughs> Coops 41st kobayashi maru ef1 uh better than last danny... year Coops. better than last year
0: Coops. see we la- dead last
1: last year last year so <laughs> danny danny ended up in 29th Rocketman, ef1 uh joe a respectable 23rd uh uh, oh, don't am like so surprised. Gary, Gary was in seventh. Oh. So then in fifth, we have M Popescu, which is Marian Escu, team one. We then have, in fourth, Amy team one, A
2: Blackford. Oh. Now, could you just say, like, the points for this was unreal? Yeah, yeah, I sorry, yeah. So in
1: fourth... In fourth was M Popescu with 2,948 points. Amazing. In fourth was A Blackford with 3,048 points. In third was P Galliani with 3,049 points. In second... Come on. In second was... S Whitefoot with 3050 making yeah! 10 our winner with 3092.
2: Yes, he absolutely destroyed it in the last race. I think Simon had a really poor one, uh, right. and Keller got it. You weren't in the top three or four in the last race, but you 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 wiped the floor with them in the last race.
0: I don't own an F1 page for nothing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> got a bit of knowledge brilliant i'm i'm well chuffed with that do you know what that means folks that means i don't have to to spend money on a t-shirt for somebody that's a bit of a shame isn't it just for pure bragging rights happy everybody (laughs) i've got a t-shirt already i don't need to do one for myself but well done for everyone that joined in and uh, unlucky that you didn't beat me (laughs) oh you're going to be unsufferable so happy for that i'm so happy that's brilliant news
1: this is like listening to Scotland fans every time I beat England, <laughs> isn't it? You know what I mean? When's the last
2: time we beat England? The last time McLaren ended up in third place in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually qualified. We're actually going to play a
0: match this summer. Yeah. Or next summer. So, we will, we will be doing a fantasy next year. Please join in. I think we'll put up a prize again next year. That's uh,
1: fantasy F1, everybody. We're not just doing some weird fantasy. That will be <laughs> fantasy F1.
0: Fantasy F1. You choose five races, uh, one team, one constructor, uh, and then you compete throughout the year uh, at different races. You can make changes if you want to throughout the season, uh, have wild card entries and all this sort of stuff, turbo boosts and whatnot. Uh, by all means, join in we will be advertising it in plenty of time uh, for the start of next year uh, and as i say we'll put up a prize i don't know whether it'll be a t-shirt or a mug or something like that, like that next year we'll work it out <laughs> as we get a bit closer to the day but there will be a prize and hopefully hopefully someone can beat me next year oh <laughs> <laughs> right, i'm gonna use this forever i'm gonna milk it i milk it for as much oh, as it's worth. Tell
3: were. you what, I'm determined to beat you now after the shock <laughs> reaction of your face when you've seen how well I've done. Yeah, you were that just like, oh, you wow. That's good.
0: I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yes, yeah, so was I, to be fair. <laughs> right, so have we got any more news that we need to talk about? Uh, oh, teams rebranding next year?
2: Oh, we'll get two rebrands for next year, so there'll be no more Racing Point. It'll be Aston Martin
0: Racing, which is going to look cool.
2: Mm-hmm. In
0: um, a nice green, cool. Hopefully. Yeah, I think that is the bloody green. Better be green. What's and who's, who's the second one? The uh... Renault are moving to Alpine. Alpine.
2: Which is their uh, kind of sport. I think it's, it's still Renault. Alpine is like their niche sports car. They've made one, Alpine, as far as I'm aware. Uh, and it's red, white, and blue. The colours are going to be apparently. Mm. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other changes in the
0: grid. No, I don't think there's any others in terms of rebrandings or anything like that. Well, what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll probably leave a lot of that talk about the for, for the season review. Actually, we're going to put together a, a season review where we're going to talk about everything from the the, the past year. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I've been so proud of the F1 team and the and the the season that they've put on uh, this year. Can we just talk about that for a minute? Because at, at one point when we were all sat at home. Tucking well, getting, getting up early in the morning for uh, Australia uh, on the Saturday morning, uh, on the Friday morning, sorry, uh, for uh, free practice. We were all hopeful to, to see some kind of racing that weekend. And then the doom and gloom hit uh, and we uh, unfortunately didn't get that the racing. So we, we at that point, we didn't know that we were going to get racing this year. Uh, and, you know, hats off, absolutely hats off to the team uh, of F1. They put on an absolutely amazing season once the once the restrictions were limit, uh, lifted, uh, and they were able to do so. So, uh, round of applause for F1 and the, and the show they put on this year. They did a, they did an amazing yeah. thing. Yeah, I'm, we're all I'm very the happy.
1: stepped in as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And out of the
2: full year, and considering there's thousands of people at the track, even when it's just their bubble, they yeah. had only 78 confirmed cases of COVID.
0: Yeah, I think it was something like one in one thousand tests were positive, which yep. is ridiculous. It's amazing. Wow. It's, a, it's a great result. They they protected the staff as much as they could. They protected the whole sport, and they've really, you know, shone this year and 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 made it made it look like a, a very well-oiled machine. And it it is really, you know, it's a great sport that we all love. And they they proved themselves. And as Sponge uh, did mention, the tracks that stepped in. Uh, last uh, kind of last minute they some of them had some amazing shows uh, you know we i specifically personally liked the turkish grand prix uh, and i've always loved the turkey track uh, you you mentioned uh, the portugal track didn't you sponge you, that you there was a, a good one for you Annie Miller. Um, yeah. they produced some great racing uh, and hopefully that's kind of put them in a spotlight to to be a potential track for the future what, what do you think coops is not they're gonna be a track for the future well, there is one track that's,
2: or one race event that hasn't been confirmed, which is the the issue around Vietnam. Now, apparently they're still saying there is a chance that Vietnam can still happen. But, so there is a gap. Next year, if everything goes well, we're looking at 23 races for next year. Uh, starting in March and finishing in December again, uh, with the new Saudi uh, race in Jeddah. Uh, happened. but yeah. again that will depend on Covid but the fact that they've been able to do put on a 17 race season they had
0: 17 races in 23 weeks
2: wow that was, that was the way it worked
0: and it's been great to- for fans it must be it's an absolute ball ache for the logistics logistical team but it's been absolutely a- amazing for fans to watch
2: As Beck said in the comment, Brazil's confirmed for November, and they've just confirmed just before we came on, that it's now a new five-year deal for Intel Argos. We're not going for three years De Niro. They're not not chopping down the Amazon rainforest. That's brilliant. uh, At least for the next five years.
3: (laughs) You know, they're clearly (laughs) listening to this. That's what it is, because we told them they couldn't do that.
0: We told them. Stop. Save the trees, man. Peace and love.
2: See? Yep. The last so one that's confirmed. So yeah, th- I mean there's is, there's is a chance for Portimao, Turkey. Emilio maybe to slot into that April. I think it's April 25th that Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it's still to be confirmed. I really don't look, I really don't think Vietnam should be there because it's not going to be a good race. It's going to be an Abu Dhabi style there isn't really anywhere to pass going by Formula 1 2020. Mm-hmm. It's and I think Sponge, we talked touched, touched on it before. It's just not there's there's not really anywhere to to, to, to get your car alongside. It's really tight, really twisty. Looks good yeah. from a technical aspect. From a from a racing point of view, I don't think it's going to be particularly good. So, what weekend did you say that that, that to be confirmed one is? I think uh, I think it's April April twenty fifth. I think I might be wrong. It's just to it's be. Sorry, right,
1: the only reason I ask is because they have the, the Minardi um, historic celebration. I'm just looking at that. That's 9th to 11th. So. I shall tell if... you in a second. So
3: the two. Do you to handed to... Googling, folks? <laughs> uh, I've,
2: got <laughs> is,
3: yeah. I've got it all saved already. Uh, 22nd to 25th of April is to be confirmed.
1: Oh, okay. I was thinking I might have them back-to-back, like Minardi weekend, one weekend, and then the Formula One the next weekend.
2: But there will um, be, be something put in place there. But, you know, they should get rid of Monaco, to be honest. <laughs> the
0: <laughs> they will not get rid of the jewel in the crown. It just will
2: like a non-championship race then and just let them parade around, because it's not a track. I mean, you can't do anything in that race. I hate it.
0: I Are think it'll be sure Port. I think it'll be Portimao. Port- my 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 money's on Portimao fitness fitness lot. I think. I think
2: Portimao. I think will be the
0: two. Yeah, that's that, oh, my, no, my, no, my no, money's money's on Portimao. I would like Turkey because I quite like Turkey as a track, but uh, I think Portimao will get it. I I, li- I liked it as well. You know, it was very undulating and uh, yeah. Big- I'm bigging myself
2: up because that was one in the article I wrote like months before it was confirmed. I put that as one of the tracks that they could do, so I'm bigging myself up for that one. <laughs> that was one
0: of my ones. Pro- Perhaps they read it, Coops. Perhaps they read right? the article. They read the article. They're, oh, you know what? We'll go and we'll go and see what Coops is talking about, and now we we'll look at the track.
2: Cool, this guy Coops from Scotland. Oh, they, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. <something> about <laughs> Nürburgring. We forgot about that track. Let's go and you track. might
0: be from Scotland, but the most important thing you're from is everything F one. <laughs> uh, okay. I think it's a close-run thing.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm just glad that people can understand me. Yeah. Pardon? Pardon? Uh, <laughs> ah, I walked into that house. In <laughs> you knew you were going to have World's spot.
3: <laughs> oh, Lord.
2: You walked Not... in
1: front of that like a Bahraini steward walked in front of Lando Norris mate.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the doctor ran in front of the fire. That's the one.
3: Oh, here, did, uh, did any of these hear that grosham was in getting um, surgery on his hand again? So he yeah, there was no way he would have managed that. He got he was in for surgery again just the end of last week.
2: Well, I mean, the size of the bandages, we knew before him. <laughs> they wouldn't get gloves big enough.
3: Yeah, well, well, one hand was a little bit better, but yeah, it was the other one, I think it's his left hand. Left <laughs> so,
2: hand the left
3: one. Left was the worst, but I mean, he's, that's him had yet another surgery on it, so fingers crossed he'll be back to fight and fit soon.
2: It's probably to do with right. scar tissue because you know it's the scar tissue that will cause the issue once it heals, whether he's got mobility in it. Because he'll, yeah. he'll still want to drive or cook. Oh, well, yeah, that too. He's
0: got a cookbook out, yeah. <laughs> cook, he nearly yeah. cooked himself. Uh, <laughs> perhaps that's going to be his next recipe. <laughs>
3: Oh lord. By the <laughs> way, dear, <JR laughs> what's
2: going to the Texas Grand Prix next year? So we're going yeah. to get a we're going to see if we can get a reporter on the ground at lame the film. reporter. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. You live talking.
0: He can stand by the mic and go. Yeah, is <laughs> the car's going. <laughs> 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 oh,
2: actually,
0: actually this one, time... one one piece of news we should talk about is Callum Ilot. Uh he oh, has okay. He hasn't got a, a race seat per se, but he has got a, a test driver seat for Ferrari. So, are we happy about that, Sponge? Yeah, I think so. Should have been should have been the second person in the Haas, uh, though, don't you think? Instead uh, of uh, the, the pay driver and well, not pay driver, but the pillock that's in the second seat of, of Mazapan. Uh, uh,
3: oh
1: Lord! I, I would I would much rather have seen Isla in the actual race seat. But I think it's the least he deserves to be in a test seat. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, wouldn't really actually, well I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if by the time you get to next season, he has the race drive and Mazapan has the test drive. Um, really? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule that out, but let's see what happens.
0: Well, that, it's still in Gunter Steiner's uh, to-do pile. Um, to deal with the Mazapan situation, for those of you who might not know, but I'm pretty sure everyone in the F1 world does know, uh, he no, was. No, don't say that, because
3: there's someone already asking about it earlier on. So, <laughs> one of our uh, members don't have
0: a clue what we're talking about. Oh, okay. So mazepan uh, decided to get a bit handsy, handsy on uh, Inst- Instagram or, or whichever social media it was, and uh, unfortunately, it was first. Firstly, it was dressed up as unwanted sexual attention. Um, uh, and then it's been later clarified that the person was a friend of his the woman was a friend of his apparently and then there's been speculation and signatures on on uh, what are they called again? <laughs> petitions that's the word, signatures on <laughs> petitions to try and get him out of his seat uh, so yeah, so Mazapan has been a bit of a naughty boy or has he uh, the, the, the big question mark over it um, basically he hasn't represented the sport very well uh, so, I think
2: he so represented himself very well, that's the problem, but he's got a history of issues with his behaviour and temperament. He, he's basically acting like the spoilt brat because his dad's got money, and it's really not what you want to have. No. So Formula One. So uh, we think… Stroll! <laughs> <laughs> <They also laughs> not think they said not as bad them. as
0: Stroll though, at least Stroll is a little bit respectable in the uh, pit lane. Uh... I thought
2: we're some people were going to see Max. That's, that's, <laughs> that's
0: the problem. Sorry,
2: Coop, say again. Lance, Lance Stroll doesn't have a personality to swagger about. <laughs> oh, open his eyebrows. Sorry, doesn't. in the mirror watching the two caterpillars fight against each other. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's...
1: a <laughs> uh, <laughs> true story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that,
2: you know, let's say the top four or the top five drivers from Formula 2 are going to be in Formula 1 for next year. So you've got yeah. Mick Schumacher, Mizepin, Tsunoda, Eyelock, and I think that's it. Is there somebody else I'm missing?
0: No, I think that I think you're right there. That's it. That sounds forward. about right.
2: Yeah, them, everybody's happy about. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how the young guns go. It's definitely going to be a change in the guard over the next couple of years. I think we'll see. A big change of drivers. In, in next year. Oh, and by the way, Joe, uh, I know we were talking about uh, Max Verstappen got a record this year that he's oh,
0: yeah. broken.
2: Right, so that record is he won the 70th anniversary Grand Prix. No one can win another 70th anniversary Grand Prix. Yep, that is his
3: record <laughs> for
2: this year. Record forever. So that's at least one record that Hamilton can't get.
3: Yep, there you He's go. go.
2: He's got the go rest. Ahead. So <laughs> there you go. For Beck, you can you can love, you can enjoy that as well as Joe. <laughs> that Max has got at least something. So when he retires without winning a group, without winning a championship, and Norris has got two, and Leclerc's got one, and and he's sitting there. Oh, what did I do with myself?
0: <laughs>
2: well, I won the 70th Anniversary Grand Prix. <laughs> and Alfa Romeo beat Ferrari on that one as well, because they were they're the only manufacturer that were on the grid at the 70th Anniversary Grand Prix that were at the very first race in 1950. Because wow. Ferrari. Did the first race of the of the championship because Angel Ferrari went and half about money and went and raced in Spa instead.
3: Yeah, that one I didn't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> so I we'd love to be here all night and chat and stuff, but there wasn't that much to talk about in this race, unfortunately. Um, we will be doing a end of season review, uh, and that will be coming up in, next week or at some point in the future, whether that's a live vodcast or a just a podcast. Uh, we will by all means keep you in the know on the page and um, talking about our social medias. If you've got, if you're part of any of the other social media outlets out there, uh, we are a part of all of them. So you can find us on Twitter at join EF1 on Instagram at join EF1. And of course you're already, already with us on Facebook at join EF1. Uh, share us about with your friends. We would like new fans. We're always looking to expand. We're always looking to get new fans on. Uh, so just let everyone know how great we are and uh, how much fun you have when you come and join us on the live vodcast. Um I think that's pretty much all we can talk about. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Coops. Thanks, Sponge. And thank you from me. It's been We have been Everything F1. We will see you again soon. Thank you very much. Take care, Bye-bye, folks. everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.